0: As much as he touts that he cares about it, he doesn't.
1: This is our revolution. It's not theirs. Don't let them take it from you. Don't let them convince you that it's their revolution when in fact it's not, it's ours. And we will have it. It is Monday, the 25th day of July, the year of our Lord 2022. I'm Johnny Anderson alongside Bruce Adams. Bruce, how are you today?
2: Yeah, healthy and alive. Doing well.
1: Very good. Very good. And as per our first podcast of the week, Ned. How are you? Oh, I'm fine. I
3: think I'm having a problem with my English words today, but we'll get over that.
1: Well, just like we were reviewing in pre-show, uh, that belongs in the harbor where the Boston Tea Party should have <laughs> you know, taken place. It was instead of throwing tea in the harbor, we should have just thrown the English language in there that you guys have butchered. <laughs> <laughs> and several other British
3: things just to make your water a bit Yeah, dirty, Yeah, dirty. yeah. You know what's
1: funny? You know what's funny? We were, we were talking about that in pre-show, but it's interesting. American English is not taught around the world to non-native English speakers around the world. British English is taught as the international English. So maybe we should yield to that, shouldn't we? Uh, yeah, because then we could still have comedy. That is should true. That off. is true. But then that raises the question, what do the Aussies and the New Zealanders speak? <laughs> That's a good <laughs> question, it, isn't it? <laughs> and should that be thrown in something called a billabong? Yeah, Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. You mentioned comedy. I suppose we can talk about this. John Cleese, best known for his um, his acting days. In, well, he's played in a lot of stuff, but um, best known for his acting days in Monty Python. He's blasted wokeness. He said that it is the death of creativity. He's not wrong, is he? He's 100% on the money, definitely. Um, he hasn't got anything wrong there. Somebody who
3: spent his life in comedy and, yeah, you say Monty Python's 40 Towers, all manner of little snippets here, there and everywhere. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he has his own special way and that that's wokeness is making everybody into little pools of whatever and it's like minded people in like minded ways. Therefore you're not gonna get the variety across the board because attitudes will fix one way and they'll be polarized against the thing. Comedy is about depolarizing everything. It's about seeing everything and taking the mick and actually putting it in everybody's face. That's why it's so funny, because you can then laugh at yourself. If you can't laugh at yourself, you might as well give up. You're doing something wrong, if that made any sense.
1: No, it does. It does. Um, and I, I've got some quotes here from his interview. He says, I mean, in England, until some ridiculous late date like 1965, all plays had to be submitted to what used to be called or to what used to be part of the palace called Lord Chamberlain. And he would read it, and there were hilarious letters used to go back to saying, you may only say the F word once. This sort of, um, you can, you cannot say type of thing. says, but you can say these sort of ridiculous negotiating letters. He went on to say, but I think it's particularly worrying at the moment because you can only create in an atmosphere of freedom where you are not checking everything you say critically before you move on. That's true. Uh, And he goes on to say, What you have to be able to do is build without knowing where you're going because you've never been there before. That's what creativity is. You have to be allowed to build. And a lot of comedians now are sitting there. And when they think of something, they say something like, can I get away with it? I don't think so. So So-and-so got in trouble for that. And he said that, oh, and she said that. And you see what I mean? He says, that's the death of creativity.
3: Yeah. And you have to apologize for something you said 20 years ago. Creativity, the word I think that you're looking for there is spontaneity spontaneity is what comedy is all about. It's actually that spontaneous response to something. And that was what makes people laugh and actually gives you credence, credence, whatever you want to say. And I'd like to say British people can be quite humorous because we do we do respond more comically in life. We just look at life and laugh at it no matter how dark it gets. But yeah, even the Germans were pretty good. I mean, if they can play football in fel- First World War, I mean, that's a joke in itself, isn't it? stop the war for a game of football and then go on and shoot your buddy. Yeah,
1: that's 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 both sides. That's comedy stop for stop. Both sides stop uh, for yeah. Christmas. They even yeah. exchange gifts. Yeah. And yeah. well, if you wanted his gift, you shoot him later and take it back. Why not? And they say the Germans have no sense of humor. Exactly. Just remember that they have. Okay, let's move on. I I do love talking about comedy. I was we do need to have one of our comedy podcasts again. We need to talk about comedy. Uh we'd bring in some special people for that usually. Uh, but uh you're welcome to be on the next one. <laughs> yeah. What's front and center for you? Where would you like to start? Do you want to talk about the uh the Ukrainian arms dealer or whatever that was that uh, I brought up <laughs> before we get into the uh the insanity that's going on oh, in uh, the UK it, and around the world? Ukraine, Ukraine, Ukraine. This is
3: it is it's, it's that in
1: itself he, uh,
3: he said move on from comedy but that in itself is that is comedy, yeah. comedy they, by comedy the way just
1: today the russians and the ukrainians have reached a deal to allow grain exports out of the black sea that's kind of a big deal in the midst of everything so they've allowed that but oh. this other thing okay. the the arms we're tracking in or we're shipping in there or the nato countries are shipping in there they're not staying there are they no, 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 they're not, they're not. I mean, that was that. I mean, everybody's been
3: putting um, uh, photographs, and that, that one about the plane crash in Greece has gone viral, hasn't it? Because It has, yeah. If I remember right, if I remember rightly, <clears throat> it caught on fire, crashed in Greece, and you had all manner of people saying, um, oh, there's lots of white powder and stuff, and it's burning the lips and things. But, and you had, when you found out it was a Ukrainian cargo plane, which had flown out from Serbia, if I got it right. It flew out from Serbia and was on its way to Bangladesh, if I'm correct. You're yeah. correct. And it was due to make some stops. Is, and the, uh, yeah, and the defense Serbian defense minister said it was meant to be, had 11 and a half tons of illuminating mortars, the training of the Bangladeshi army. Now yep. If they illuminated mortars, there are stuff in there. If it's possible, phosphorus and God knows what else. So that could have got out and... That could have caused a problem. Most people would have gone, ooh, it's drugs or something or whatever, but arms, arms are more easily profitable and the black market's just getting bigger. But the who actually um, was running the plane and the arms out of Serbia apparently was a company called Viral EOO. And if I remember rightly, ah, I'd have to think about this now. I think... Hang on, let me da, 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 have a look at this. I'm mean, going to know something. There's supposed to be 11 and a half tons of illuminating mortar shells for training in Bangladesh. the Which ser- The exporter is a Serbian company called Valir D.O.O. Now, the owner of this is uh, a Serbian arms dealer called Slobodan Tesic. Apparently, he's on the American list of, you know, sanctioned lists. You can't deal with him and everything like that. Until they but need it,
1: yeah. <laughs> then he comes off
3: the sanction he's list. On, he's on the sanction list. That company that he's put up has been sending, and if you look at your customs receipts, there's loads of ammunition and stuff coming back into America under that company name. So, why is that? I mean, it's available, it's out there. I mean, it's not one of your um, sorry, tinnat theories. It's just like they say, follow the money, follow the trail, and you want you, you will find out. As you were saying, Johnny, before you get sidetracked, yes, there were two technical stops set for the plane. One of
1: them was a man, our man in Jordan, and the other one was Riyadh, Saudi. Why? Saudi Arabia. There is a terrorist group that's operating in Saudi Arabia, uh, the Houthi rebels, but they're funded largely out of groups like Iran and and Yemen, if I'm not mistaken.
3: So you've got a plane. I mean, the weirdness of it is you've got a Ukrainian cargo plane, which is chartered by a, a Serbian... Comps dealer, nothing wrong there. Which, yeah, which is known, which is known by the Serbian defense minister, have supposedly eleven and half tons of these mortar shells training at Bangladesh, but stopping off in these two places on the way. It is um, slightly suspect, but hey, it makes it makes just fun news,
1: bit. doesn't it? Just, just a little bit suspect, just just a little, yeah. maybe. <laughs> you know, I'm British. I just sort of. Don't pump it up too much well that's okay a little. That's, that's all right you're allowed to you're allowed to you're at least you're <laughs> but one so, of the few brits that are actually paying attention uh yeah well I must admit we do seem
3: to be sleep in a sleepy world don't we oh we but do
1: like, we do i was yeah, out today and oh my god good. i don't even have words my friend i i don't have words <laughs> of just the 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 lunacy that i'm seeing i i don't have words but anyway i told you that i had a clip that i wanted to play since we're talking about Ukraine, um, this is this is a phone call between mm-hmm. Biden when he was the vice president on his way out under Obama, and he was speaking to Petro Poroshenko. Bruce, you and I heard this the other day, who at the time, it was Zelensky's predecessor, who at the time was the president of Ukraine. Mm-hmm. And he was speaking to him, telling him, you know, you probably ought to do something about that bank. Um, and the bank w- that we're speaking about is uh, the Privat Bank. Now, what is the Privat Bank? The Privat Bank was a private bank of a Ukrainian oligarch, oligarch named Igor yeah. Kolomoisky. Who is Igor Kolomoysky? That is the guy that had the money sent to him under the Obama administration mm-hmm. to create the Azov Battalion in Ukraine. Ah, that's where
3: it disappeared. Yeah, and a lot that of money is where disappeared.
1: it disappeared. That is where it disappeared. It oh, went. They ran yeah, it through yeah, that right. bank, yes, and then yeah. they were shutting it down because they needed to bring in the IMF at that point. Yeah, and they need to cut it's off the um, paper it trail. Sound like <laughs> they need, yeah, they need to shut it down. Does this does this sound like Panama? all over again. It does, doesn't it? From from back in the That's, 80s, it does. It's the same Yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah, well, let's get to that phone call.
2: To clean up loose ends. November 16, 2016, two weeks after Donald Trump's victory, Joe Biden is on the phone with Poroshenko. His voice tenser now than
0: before. This is getting very, very close. What I don't want to have happen, I don't want Trump to get in the position where he thinks he's about to buy onto a policy where the financial system is going to collapse and he's going to be looked to to pour more money into Ukraine. That's how he'll think about it before he gets sophisticated enough to know the details.
2: In other
1: words, Biden does not want Ukraine
2: asking for more money from Trump. Doing so would cause Trump to look into the
0: details. So anything you can do to push the... the Bank, uh, um, to closure. so that the IMF comes forward, I would respectfully suggest its critically important to your economic as well as
1: physical security. He would respectfully say that it would be critically important to not only your economic security as a nation but also your personal security. Does mm. that sound like a threat to you? Because oh, I think it he does. Was, uh,
3: he's very, he was always forthright and frightening. And yeah, if you want your money, you're
1: going to do as we say. That was Biden. The point is, is that the, that you might say that, well, these two things are not connected. Oh, yes, they are. Because this is just two examples of how much corruption is running through that place. And it's not like th- this is not even excusing how much corruption we have in our own house. The whole damn uh, thing over there, the, the, the rot within our system is unbelievable. I don't have words to describe how toxic this mess is in the United States. Ukraine is one thing. That's bad enough in and of itself. And all these people that are corrupt in the U.S. and in the Western countries went over there and got in bed with that bad business deal that they set up. That whole network they set up over there to launder their money through there, through the IMF and the World Bank. So that's West, what that's all about. But it, And to traffic arms. And that's what they're able to it, do. That's why I said it's just yeah, like Panama.
3: And it's... It's all about arms at the moment. They're getting everybody on board the arms. Yep. Every time I think any, anything to do with arms in America, it just makes me choke on that uh, cotton ball like a cat, which is called Clinton. Uh, that nasty bag of buttons. Just it's. Oh, sorry, Um, something needs to, I mean, <sighs> there are, I could suggest stuff, but I'm not going to. I'll just leave it to the future, whatever pans out. But yeah, there's, there's a lot of rot. And they're going down. I mean, Europe now is spending loads of money on arming up. So Ukraine's there. We've got Australia arming up now. We've got yep, they're, Britain they're sending arming for China. A, yeah, 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 yeah. But it's still arming up. Yeah, it's just yeah, yeah. it's just getting mental. We've sent a task force over there from the UK. Um, it, it's just it's just getting out of hand. It is just stupid. People at the moment are giving it. Oh, the food. Oh, the fuel hang on, whenever there was a war on, First World War, Second World War, whatever, you didn't have your own countries producing how much you produced in food. You didn't have them producing how much fuel you were actually producing. But in this one, for some reason, we are. And itself, it points an ugly finger somewhere, doesn't it? It just does not add up to only one thing except for intentional collapse. And that's it. We're not going to support you. There's going to be a lot of death coming out of this, a lot of rot. And obviously, there's a certain few that are going to be in the background. Generals. Are we going back to the day of the generals in the First World War? We send everybody over the top of the trench, get shot down.
1: Oh, that was a mess. Yeah. That was an absolute mess. The, the, the loss yeah, yeah, okay. of human life in the First World War, is like that's incalculable even by today's standards when it comes to a conventional oh, war. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So you put that in this right? You've got your generals doing the same.
3: So what is this? We Let's just call it a medical bullet, shall we? They're sending everybody over there to take a vaccine bullet. Not mustard gas. Off you go. We'll see if you reach the other side. But the other side, they're getting that medical bullet as well. Everybody in that melting pot, except for possibly the generals are uh, pushing everybody over the hill. It's just horrible. It is like gone back decades upon decades upon decades over a century back to the same ideal of just shoving the little man over the top of the trench and just that's no man's land you're going to be in it and if you come out of it uh-huh, well we'll have got control of the rest of it by then that's what it looks like they're just shoving everybody into a continuous melting pot and people are allowing it they're just allowing themselves to be pushed and or another common sense says How can you have a war? You will not have a war if you cannot sustain the offensive by food and fuel. And those are the two major things that have been cut back left, right, and center. The supply lines are gone. So once you get into that mix, you're on your own, boys.
1: Yeah, and we'll get into the the, uh, non-existent green energy economy that they want to transition to. Please don't let me forget that. But Bruce, go ahead, make your point, uh, and we'll get to the next piece of audio we got here. Uh, I wanted to point out,
2: uh, because we had uh, GP on here recently, with the uh, supply line uh, point that you made there, uh, based on what GP's finding, it's the supply lines, it's not like it's because there's a lack of truckers or there's a lack of uh, product to be moved. It's the government getting in the way. So to your point, again, yeah. this, this is all pointing back to the same organizations, and it's it's looking like corruption. It's your generals. They're stopping everything wherever they want. But have you noticed we
3: knew that everybody that gets seen in a position, once you're a face, you're expendable. They've got to the first part of that expendability, and now they're ditching faces to be replaced with new faces. And using the political system... What happens? Right, we've pushed this this far. If the people haven't reacted in a certain way, or if they're starting to react, ditch the old faces, put new faces in, and we'll blame the old faces. And then the people will give it, oh, right, these guys must be good. We'll see what they'll do. And they'll just ramp up the same crap, and you'll just push down there a bit further. It's just, I don't see any new faces
1: that are any good especially in the UK. No, you guys are down to uh, trust. And, and Sunak. Yeah, it's just, it's it's like you got dumb and dumber. Well, rancid. I, Sunak. I'm not I mean, saying anything better than, and- than ours. You know, we got dumb and dumber in the White House now too with the president and the vice. So, I mean, I'm not saying our system's any better. What it is? That's what it is. Uh, yeah, I know. And I and, mean, when she's up there giving speeches where she says, uh, we, we know that we need to go. So you, you've got to get to the places that you need to go. So you know that when you get there, you need to go there and then you need to go home. Yeah. Okay. Now I'm confused. Um, What shall I do? Just go home. Just go home. That's all you can do. (laughs) Quite frankly, that's something that I would say to her. Just look, lady, just thanks for playing. Go home. Let let the experts handle this because you're clearly not one.
3: I was I was a bit let down by Boris. I thought he would have gone out with a bit better rhetoric than what he did. Uh, He's he's because I mean, at least at least the Labour Party, when they messed it up last time, they left that email and it just said. We spent all the money. There's nothing left. <laughs> <laughs> that's, <laughs>
1: that's, well, that's, that's what they that do, is, though, d- isn't it? That's what d- labor does. Yeah, they spend all d- the money. And d- yeah, they-
3: but but the blatantly just put it there. You see, I'm worried. There's another thing that I really like to, if you allow me later on to speak about something that's going on in your country, sure, sure, economically wise we'll we'll get there if you give me five or so minutes towards yeah the yeah absolutely we'll yeah no, not
1: a problem not a problem um let's let's get into the thing that's going to kill us all i know how tough it is that you've been dealing with such high temperatures over there i even called you over the week oh i thought it's, you were gonna say lack tough. of coffee well, no. did I'll you guys have me. a lack of coffee? I mean, I know that's coming. That's coming. That, would, that would kill I was actually kill what's me. being told to me. Yeah. Well, uh, just just so you know, I don't know if you've heard this. On, if you've heard me talk about this on um, you know this previous week, but I'm being told that if you want coffee after November, it's going to be very difficult to get. It's going to be one of those that disappears. So if you want coffee, uh, then I would suggest you start stocking up for a little bit because it's going to disappear for a it, while because of if the it supply could chain things. Expensive. No, it's not going to be expensive. It's just going to be not available. Bruce and I were discussing coffee prices on the you know, the EU side of things. And I'm seeing in some cases, depending on the quality of bean and the roast that you want, we're seeing in some cases upwards of 100% increase already. They're not. Okay. Well, as, as – I, mean, which- I, like, I mean, there's
3: two types of coffee, yeah? If you've got to have – I mean, uh, I hate going around people – sorry, I digress, but I hate going around people's places and seeing dust. Hey, no, I I sort of coffee. Go. Have you got coffee or have you got dust? They go. No, we've got this. I give it, I'm not having it. You know, it's it's like going to a restaurant or somewhere where you eat. Have the house wine or the coffee. Coffee's good. It's a good sign. If the house wine is good. It's a good sign. Either of them is shit. It's a poor place. That's a bad start. And it's it's like home. Um, you've got to have brown beans for making a nice pot of coffee. Yeah. And even, <laughs> I mean, people probably do it, but a nice jar of Dow Eggbutts or something, which is nice coffee, you know, instant coffee. Anybody wants to come and have a quick cup of coffee? Yeah, the always oven, keep the instant. Just I mean, in some people probably have the, well, I'll have the cheapest stuff there for it, You know, get that out, get that out. Oh, such and such is visiting. But no, you've got you've got to have decent stuff. And I must admit, I'd say uh, a jar of Dow Eggberts has probably gone up from five to six pounds, I suppose. We've yeah. gone up by about
1: 20%. Yeah. Well, as we get further into this uh, this crisis. It's, and I, I literally mean the supply chain crisis, but is it really a supply chain crisis? No, no, it's climate change. This is an article out of the headlines for the uh, the Guardians. Thousands may die as record highs expected. And this, uh, Ned, I called you. I called you the other day and I asked if you were okay. No, from what? Well, from heat, of course. You confused well, from heat. me. Yeah, it, and it you, says you, there, you, you it said says that there how my- to survive the heat wave on page five. So you got to flip to page yeah, five. I
3: know, but you said that in one ear and then I had to go, picked my daughter up and then i got asked why are you wearing a jacket i'm giving it well that's what i do i wear my jacket everywhere i go wasn't it my daughter laughed. wasn't it hot it was it's just high 30s but my jacket is like i suppose same as a woman's handbag isn't it you just got your stuff in your pockets so i gently wear it all the time if i ain't got a rucksack i'll just wear my jacket all the time and that's it and someone goes how can you sit in that car it's sweltering and the wife gets upset. She, somebody said, why don't you put the air con on and she, she looks at me sideways. He goes, his idea of air con is just wind the window down. Yeah, that's what I do.
1: I, we actually, I was that's telling it. you, but I was joking that's about it. Truth. I said, you know, yeah, yeah. I said, I just we have something the called down? the 450 air conditioner. What's that? You got all four windows down. You're going 50 miles an hour down the highway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's it. But, but uh, you, you, won't get, you won't acclimatize to it otherwise. Yeah, 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 but the uh, the heat, Ned. You, you see, you're you're not taking this seriously. It, clearly, I can see that you're just kind of that's laughing because, this off. No, 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 that, that's because um, I, I've got
3: no heart, therefore I can't. That's have no it. Heart
1: that's it. Yeah, you. Yeah. Well, okay. All right. Yeah, because apparently, according to the Independent, uh, it, the heat will cause your blood to thicken and get blood clots, and you'll die from that. It's the first I've heard of that, but we we covered that yesterday. But the uh, the fires in London. I mean, there were. There there were residences that were going up in flames. How can you deny that? Let's take a listen to Sky News.
4: This is in Wennington in Greater London, residential uh, area ablaze there. Uh, London Fire Brigade say they have 15 engines and 100 firefighters tackling this blaze, which is on the green in Wennington, uh, Greater London. The mayor of London, Sadiq Khan, says uh, the London Fire Brigade has just declared a major incident in response to a huge surge in fires across the capital today this is critical Uh, critical. the London Fire Brigade is under immense pressure, please be safe, I'm in touch with the Commissioner and will share updates when I have them, Um, London Fire Brigade simultaneously fighting this uh, fire in Wennington, Greater London and also another blaze in Croydon today, there are around two dozen fires up and down uh, the UK yesterday, there's also been another fire in Upminster in Essex today as well, Tinderbox can Conditions caused by temperatures exceeding 40 degrees Celsius. That unwanted record, UK record broken at Heathrow earlier on today. It remains at 40.2 degrees Celsius. Could creep up, though, uh, towards the end of today. We were keeping an eye on the official forecast for you. But this is the scene in Wennington. As I said, London Fire Brigade declaring a major incident in response to what is happening across London. Uh, The Mayor of London saying don't have barbecues on grass or on balconies. Don't leave broken bottles or glass on the grass. It can start fires. Dispose of cigarettes safely and report a fire as soon as you see one. Do not take risks. Stay safe in the heat. What you're watching here is the consequences of not heeding that advice.
1: Right, right. Now, see, Ned. There's you know, no way about, that it, there's no way that anybody could have purposely set those fires, is there? Oh <laughs> there's, no, no, There's no, no, there's no, no way no. that could have been done. Only on if
3: they were, Only if they went by the slogan of "build back better."
1: Yeah, <laughs> you see, yeah. that's what that's that, about. That could be it. Yeah, that could we, be. We
3: it. have built too many houses, and they're all empty. So. They're all brand new, so let's get rid of some of the old and ones, see, shall you're, we?
1: Again, you're, you're, you're ignoring the seriousness of the problem. You see, this is a, either a Tesco or an Asda. I'm not sure which one. It was one of the two. But you can clearly see the chocolate bars on the, uh, on the shelves here. They're all melted from the extreme heat uh, and the extreme weather. Do you know what the problem is? They don't have air conditioning in those businesses.
3: Yeah, yeah, right. Okay, so you don't actually walk down. I mean, the sensibility of it all is like you go into, well, Morrisons. They just turned all the lights off in there freezers and everything like that and the freezers were nice it was nice and cool they just didn't have any lighting on in them and things like that that is the only anomaly i saw and everything was nice you can still walk down the uh, freezer aisle or the fridge aisle and it was nice and cool and yeah it was shopping as
1: normal it was fine they obviously but, wanted to write something off. <laughs> they were, yeah. They need to write off that inventory. Uh, but Swiss chocolate again. You're not paying attention. You see the the uh, the double decker buses. They caught. That's probably an electric bus, by the way. But uh, they they caught fire just spontaneously. That that's what happens. Uh, apparently during extreme weather and extreme heat, and those that don't heed the warnings and the calls. You see, that's that's what happens. Is things just spontaneously combust? That's that's what happens.
3: So are we live in in the
1: year of revelations or something Uh, well our house theologian can probably shed some light on that bruce are we living (laughs) in the (laughs) time of (laughs) (laughs) revelation well
2: i mean until you start seeing fire raining down fire and brimstone and and chunks of ice the size of minivans i think we're i think we're good yeah but
1: it's a bit of a revelation in itself isn't it i mean you heard on, about the uh, the RAF airbase melting. Yeah, you heard about the tarmac melting. Oh, the airstrips. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> Are you saying uh, you yeah, don't but, believe that <clears throat> the airstrips... Of course, they didn't show <throat> it. They didn't show it. They uh, just, they said it. Tarmac will get hot. Two things.
3: We live in the age of dodgy, cheap workmanship. So if actually the last person who did the work on the runway made it look pretty, used inferior stuff because, hang on, it's all down to money, isn't it? I've got a budget. Can you do that and make it look good for such and such? Yeah, but um, it's not going to get hot around here, is it? And even if it does, hang on, who have we got working for us? Excuse me, being a serviceman. I would say a bunch of lazy, civvy bastards who work for a penny. And they'd turn up and go, can you just, look, can you just stop playing your cards? I know there's nothing going on. Just take the hoses out and wash it down. Oh, sorry, can't do that, mate. Um, That's not in my contract. If you're a serviceman, it'd be just, right, boys, out you go. Sort it out, cool it down, get it done. Yeah, no problem. Whatever. And Marty you know, said yesterday,
1: yeah, and you, you guys have been to that airport several times, I'm sure, but and probably flown out of there a time or two. And Marty said that they can cool those runways if they have to. They'll go out there with you know sprayers or, yeah. or whatever. No, they'll, yeah, they'll cool just, it down. Yeah, yeah, no problem. No problem. It's 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 a natural thing. It's a
3: common sense thing to do. We look. My eye was opened many years ago. Do you remember the bombings? That went on in the underground in a month of July, several yeah, seven, years seven. ago, yeah? Yeah, 7-7 right. seven, seven bombings, yeah. When, when when, when, you can actually get your own fire brigade, yeah? And this is in London, so it's the same sodding fire brigade that is winding all this stuff up and not coping with stuff. And they can go to one of the tunnels, and you've got civilian casualties coming out of it, crawling out of it, and then somebody going back in that's just helped somebody out. And the fire brigade is standing there, and they go, oh, glad you turned up. No, sorry, can't move in. Why? Offered oh, safety, mate. Not until his spin been assessed and our boss comes down and tells us we can go. But people are coming out bleeding. See, sorry, that's where it falls down and goes wrong. That's I when agree. you see society crumbling. Yeah? Well, you shouldn't think twice about it. You should get in there. Life counts for something. Just
1: like... It doesn't. Life has Uvalde. stopped counting for anything. Just like the Uvalde, Texas deal. Same thing. Nope, sorry, we can't go. Why not? Because the supervisor says we can't go. But he's shooting <laughs> children. Well, sorry. yeah, There's nothing we can do.
3: I mean, that mentality just doesn't work. No. It, and yet and yet they'd be the first people, I'm sorry, from a service man's point of view, the ones in the corridors of power, or ones even back home that watch the telly, if something's going on, whether it's the Falklands, whether it's the Gulf, whether it's the whatever, your boys are out there doing something for you. You're the heroes out there, come back home, you become the dog and the murderer because the rhetoric changes, media changes, and you get people that just want to uh, it's, it's, it's soul destroying. I have seen so many really good people actually go out fight for the countries, and uh, and it's okay until they go home, and it's that and, and and that's where the support goes out, and that is so wrong. It is it, it's, it's just wrong. I mean, you've got how can they put up with gangs on their streets, defunding their police, and yet people who fight for their countries and have served their time. Under the, under the ethos of keeping the people at home safe, and come home and get maligned by their own people. And Yet those same people messing up their own company, uh, country. So you're doing over here. You come back home and you give it. A crisis worse there than it was out there. I mean, what, it's burning what's it the candle about? at both I mean, ends. It's just it, <sighs> the world is
1: stupid. It is really. Really, I hadn't noticed. Very, <laughs> I hadn't noticed.
3: Yeah, but it is. I mean, I mean, <laughs> I'm it, joking, just, of course. I know, no, no, but you don't have to. It is. It is. Sometimes it's beyond belief. It, it is beyond belief. Sometimes you. How how many people must get up in the morning and go? Oh Christ! I've got to stop saying this about something or whatever because. It's not getting me anywhere. It's not doing anything. And you, you get that idea. No, you got to keep pushing. you got to keep pushing. Uh, otherwise, I mean, maybe you fall into the same pointless gray as everybody else. So all, know, I th- not every, not everybody, not but everybody. the majority.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I majority,
3: have, it seems.
1: Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. I mean, I, I look at the work that you know all of us put in around here for this thing that we do. And I man, I tell you, some days it is tough. It is really tough to get back up here. And to talk about things that are going on because it's just like, really, what am I doing all this for? But I know that there Mm -hmm. is, I know, I know that there is a, uh, there's a, I know that by us doing this and doing the right thing. At least as as best we know how to do. I know that by us doing this, we're actually doing the right thing and we're we're one upping the people that are making this world just a damn sorry ass place to live in.
3: Yeah, there's more people doing it now. There are more people saying things and whatever. And And that's
1: good. uh, That's good.
3: It is good. It is good. It is good. And they're forming their own I mean, they're getting booted off of YouTube. They're getting booted off of here, what this platform. Yeah. They're forming their own platforms, they're forming their own places to go. Yeah. They're doing stuff doing stuff and it's good because it's it's gonna get i'm sorry guys it's gonna get worse it's gonna get worse Uh, here in the states
2: about it here in the states with what you're saying uh, people are are you know getting booted off and whatnot um there's a lot of businesses that are that are creating their own banking systems they're creating their own uh, social media stuff which we've seen multiple of um Mm -hmm. there's even talk of like um you know, big investment firms like that are being created that basically we're creating our own like two separate economies in the system. And well, first of all, that's not a good sign. I'm I'm glad people are out there doing that, you know, but it, it's not a good sign for, well, for the
1: other one's going to collapse.
2: Western culture.
1: The, it, it honestly, I, I don't think it matters because that one that's that we're we're moving away from. I mean, as in like people like us and the ones you're talking about. That old system that's going to collapse. I mean, I'm looking yeah. at investment numbers and quarterly earnings out of like telecom companies and stuff, and they're hurting. Amazon yeah. is is hurting. I mean, they're they're not going to make it. The banking system is hurting. We can talk about what's going on in China. I do want to get into that, but honestly, buddy, yeah. I don't think it really right, matters. Yeah, I, I don't think it really no. matters because that system's gonna collapse on on the weight of its own failures. That's just what's gonna happen. If I were Russia and oh, China right now, I wouldn't really do anything. The only thing that they need to do is just wait. That's all they have to do.
3: Yeah, but they're making their own alliances as well. They are, yes. But they are Russia, with BRICS and all the rest of it, yeah. Before two thousand and eight happened, yeah, and I you mean know, I I left the services in nineteen ninety four. As soon as I hit Civvy Street, I eyes... Started to really open. I was given it. This can't be happening. This is its own comedy of stupidity. And you start to see these cycles and you start to, um, and it really hits home. And when I went to work up at Cambridge University, everything got in its own cycle. And it's like it moved around in patterns of years, the same sort of thing. And when you spend a long time in, in a certain area and you, you wonder, Jesus, you can see it coming. You could sidestep it. You could tell people, they just don't want to know. And I got so used to saying, well, that's the way it is. And, I, and you giving it ah, and it is very aggravating. And then after a, a period of a year or two, they, certain people look at you and you go, well, how come it, it didn't affect you so much? Because you remember me saying something, and, and you see them go through the same cycle again, and the same thing happens again. Because this is not a new game they're playing. This is an old game they're playing, and they're just replaying it. Because they got away with it once and they're getting away with it again. And that is, it is it, that. the self-destructiveness of it is, I mean, you talk about economies, they're breaking the dollar, they are breaking the dollar. And they you've have to. Got, For a digital currency, well, they have to. The digi- yeah, but the digital currencies, this is what every, those companies that are making their own platforms and people funding stuff, you know, getting money from individuals to create stuff. They've got to st- be the backbone to stop these this government-run digital currencies because that is where you will finally lose control. You will finally lose control. If it becomes all digitized and in their hands, you're buggered. I mean, the whole system's that, buggered anyway. Just,
1: it doesn't. It doesn't it, really yeah, matter. Like, let's go back to two thousand and eight, where like the the inflection point of all this started. Let's go back to that. Back in two thousand and eight,
3: became a reality. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, this actually started like back in like the long time before. I that. I, I want to say this is just my guess. I want to say the assassination of JFK is where this started, at least in the modern era. Ooh. But. Let's look at 2008, because in you know, we've had a generation since then. So let's, let's look at 2008, right? What happened in 2008? You were about to have a corporate crash, as in all the corporations, the, the investment banks and everything else, they were all going to go. Everything was going to get burned out. That's what was going to happen. We wouldn't have yeah, dealt they, so much. Yeah, go ahead.
3: That's because they played a snotty game and it went against yeah. them. Exactly that was the exactly. housing that was the housing crisis, yes, because basically they the government reduced the interest rates quite a lot and to get the economy going, and so the people, when they got a lot of housing got those houses but the, but they deliberately did not advise them this is where it goes wrong this deliberate move to not advise them that interest rates will go up when the economy balances out, and therefore you can have a mortgage as long as you'll be able to afford it if it goes up by this percent. You can have five yeah. mortgages. That's how they used mortgages. to look at it. But Yeah, but then they didn't do that. So people bought this. And then when the com- economy balanced out, the interest rates, the government put the up the interest rates, people started to default. And so those bankers, those which sounds like something else, then thought, well, this is going to be a killing. We'll take all the houses off of those and make a quick killing and resell them. It didn't work because too many people started to default and the price of the houses went down. Therefore, uh oh, what are we going to do? We'll create something called the mortgage bond. People can buy the mortgage bonds, but they're worth something as long as the housing market stays stable, but it didn't. So then they came and created the credit companies that lied and said the mortgage bonds are still good, but they weren't. The housing market was going down. People were still defaulting, but all these mortgage bonds were being sold and the banks made billions. And then the crock of shit happened and everything bottled that bottomed out. And that's putting it as I see it across here in layman's
1: language. We're at a different set of circumstances now. I'll, I'll just put it that way. See, before we were looking at just a banking crisis, we were looking at a housing crisis and everything else. Now you've got not only the demolition of our supply chains and our food supplies, that's all being targeted by these people. So not only do you have that, now you've got an even bigger problem. We're not looking at just corporate defaults anymore. Now we're looking at national defaults. We're looking at the, the world banking system is probably not going to survive. That's why they're so adamant about getting this system of control in. They can't do this push and, and roll over debt scheme any longer. This is it. This is this is it. There's nothing that they can yeah. do to stave off the inflation. Your retirement, whatever much. you think that is. Yeah, they printed too much money. They're going to have yeah. to, and they're going to pass that off into, onto us as inflation. Why do you think the prices of everything are, are going up? That's not because those things cost more. That's because your money's worth less because they flooded the market with cheap cash backed by nothing. Mm-hmm. You can't do that. It breaks every economy. Exactly. And this is precisely why the banking systems, as in the central banking cartels, they are going to buckle under this. They are going to buckle because they have created an amount of debt that is so massive and on such a large scale, on a global scale, that it's never been done before. And That's why I think they're not going to survive. 70% of the US dollar
2: has been printed within the last four years. 70 percent
3: that, that hurts yeah. to
2: just think about <laughs> that. What
3: company was big in that 2008 fall? Was it Goldman Sachs?
1: Which one fell? Goldman was there, but they didn't fall. Lehman Brothers, no, no they didn't fall,
3: it. but they were massive in it, weren't they? Yeah, Goldman yeah. Sachs yeah, they was were
1: very massive in it. Yeah, they still now are.
3: listen to what's happening in your cities at the moment. You know, you've got this climate change and green agenda.
1: Oh, god, don't remind Have me. It-
3: <laughs> well, the rhetoric goes that 30% of climate change and this greenhouse thing is caused by your vehicles. This is a rhetoric that's going with this. So they decided that 30%, another 30% of the greenhouse is caused by buildings usage, yeah? energy usage in buildings. So they're as bad as the cars. So somebody comes along and goes, well, why don't we make all the buildings easy? They've done a lot in New York, and they're still doing it there, and it's happening in other cities. There's a company called Block Power, B L O C Power, and they're going in and they're using and they heat pumps and uh, they they go in and they go. All oh, right, you send us. They're not actually going into the building and looking at it to begin with. They get the people that own the buildings to send them. A resume on our usage and what I've got in air and what I generate and what I used to generate. So and they use it, and so they go in and they give it. Well, we could put all these solar panels on your roof. all this, not that it's going to um, be pointless and worthless within a, a very short period of time. And they go to the But the money side of things, they then say you can take a loan out, and this is backed by Goldman Sachs, and you pay it back. Over with a a a price less than what you're paying for energy at this present time. Over this period of years, doesn't it sound like someone's getting set up for something? Uh huh. And all of a sudden, what goes up in price? All your energy prices, and who's going to end up defaulting? And we're going down the same game again. Yes, and that is happening on a massive scale in America at the moment. Yep. And it isn't very nice. I've no, got. I, um, it just reminds me of the 2008. It so
1: mirrors it. Yeah. On. I've got. So a, the, um, Yeah. Go ahead.
2: Did we play that? Uh, the the Massey. Did we play that I've, on on?
1: I've got it queued up right now. Okay. Uh, this is Representative Thomas Massey from Kentucky, and he is questioning. Our transportation secretary, uh, Pete uh, Buttigieg, Buttigieg, whatever his name is, who just happens yeah. to be a uh, one of Klaus Schwab's young global leaders. <laughs> I, uh, I think
2: yeah. to to give Massey a little bit of credit here, I, uh-huh. it's judge is how I've always heard it pronounced. Uh-huh. Massey is a very nice guy, and
1: he intentionally pronounces it wrong. I think. I see. <laughs> okay. Right. Good wind up. Is well, that to keep somebody is, on the off Yeah. um, This isn't the full exchange. This is only a couple of minutes.
0: There's needs and wants to make this fantasy work by 2030. But the reality is the capability is not going to be there. The average uh, household uses 17 percent of their electricity for air conditioning. And um, that would mean the average household uses one thousand eight hundred and seventy kilowatt hours per year for air conditioning. If that average household plugged in electric cars, do you know how much more electricity they would use in comparison to the air conditioning that air conditions their whole house? No, but again, I would emphasize it. Will well, let, be me help less you. let me help you overall. with that first before we go on, because the numbers are important. It would take four times as much electricity to charge the average household's cars as the average household uses on air conditioning. Do you think that could be so if we reach the goal by 2030 that Biden has of a 50 percent adoption instead of 100 percent adoption, that means the average household would use twice as much electricity charging one of their cars as they would use for all of the air conditioning that they use for the entire year. Do you think this could contribute to rolling uh, blackouts and brownouts in areas of the country where air conditioning is basically considered essential? Not if we prepare. Look, the fact that people who have electric vehicles are going
1: to use more electricity can't be a reason to give up. The idea that America oh, is inferior
0: counts. to the other countries that have figured this out just we doesn't sit well it with the administration, I'm, and that's I'm not why saying we're that, investing a better I, I, grid. In the time that I have left, let me say, uh, I'm not saying we shouldn't prepare. I told you at the beginning of this, I'm bullish on, on this technology, but the the Numbers and the rate of adoption has been developed using political science, not engineering. They're impractical. And if we blindly follow these goals that Biden has set out, it will cause pain and suffering for the middle class. And I yield back, Mr. Chairman.
1: What country has figured this out? Somebody please tell me. None. None. The answer is none. None. Oh, but what people have figured out, what countries have figured out uh, is still,
3: I mean, obviously, They've always figured it out at the moment. as soon as the gas got turned off, which is now back on isn't it on Nord Extreme one, it's back on now because the uh, um,
1: only at 80 percent deficiency, yeah
3: yeah, yeah, but he's tur- he got his turbine as soon as that went off, Europe started upping the fossil fuels again and justifying it and everything else uh-huh. and all the countries as well. So the car itself, even if you look at it, the bubble, you see, it is political. Because it's just crap rhetoric. They they take an electric car and they look at it and they give it snow emissions. Nothing else. So it must be cheaper. It must be better for the environment. No, sorry. You're going to plug that in, but something's got to supply it with the electricity, yeah? You plug that many cars in, <laughs> you haven't even got the power structure for it. Yeah. No one's either sorted out. So that uh, is, yes, that uh, is Usage of fossil fuels, best car is the middle car at the moment, which is a hybrid. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, you have your electric side, but you've also got the backup from
1: the fossil fuel. Actually, that you, don't even, have is to, you ideal. don't even have to plug it in so much. I mean, it is a plug in hybrid. You don't yeah, have to plug in so much because, re- because it'll, it'll, it'll charge. It'll, so, the battery, as long as the battery system
3: is a decent design and make, you're going to get a certain amount of time out of it and it'll recharge itself. So, and then it will automatically run. On its own self and then use the fossil fuels as well. so you will get a reduction so you find a middle road so that actually that is possibly a better option well it is a better option going totally electric doesn't work because we've got the like i said before the pony express routine how many companies travel how far to deliver stuff so even if it's your own car one person it'll go so far and then hang on i've got to go to a meeting i can't wait for this you got another car right here
1: so you drop no, car up there. Take no, another car. You're remote into the meeting. <laughs> you 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 join via yeah. Zoom or Skype. Yeah. Uh,
3: exactly. What what so was you, 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 what so what are they doing then? The electric car you're talking. The electric car will be used as a form of
2: isolation.
3: It will what be was, a form
2: of reducing. Sorry. What was the what was the percentage he said there that the electric was it? 28%? Seventeen and a half percent. Seventeen and, 17 and a half. And a half. Oh, Seventeen and a half. Okay. Seven and a half percent. So that is about the same percentage. That a hot water tank uses. Now, I, I was looking at this uh, because you you talked about Block Power, and I I did a quick look at them to see what Block Power does. And they right right off the bat, they say they provide all electric heating, mm. cooling, and hot water systems. Yep. So I looked. Um. You know, he he he, he, he was talking about AC there, so eighteen percent roughly of the bill is AC. And 18% of the bill is roughly just hot water. So, mm-hmm. um, just doing a quick what he was talking about there. So, the air conditioner, he said, uses almost 2,000 kilowatt hours, right? Per year. Yeah. Yeah, almost 2,000. Like yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. 1870 yeah, one, one, one is what he said. Eight. Yeah, yeah, 1.8. Yeah. So, he said an electric car is four times that, right? So, That's you're five. looking at almost 8,000,
3: uh, almost. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, so if you think crazy. about that, that's that's crazy. How can you have them numbers? If you go four times, say even five times, that's over eighty-five percent. Add seventeen percent to that existing on aircon, that goes over hundred percent. Therefore, with a car and your air conditioning, you still you can't afford your electricity you bill straight off. Now, so but
1: you guys, are-
2: my 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 point in all of this, real quick. My point and and pointing out all these things. Real quick. So they're trying to push everything to be electric. So you're going to be on one uniform power system. Then they're talking about, well, we have to do green. Okay, so uh, let's assume, just for the sake of the argument, that they're able to produce enough wind and solar, not possible, but let's say they do for the sake of argument, they're able to produce enough of that to generate energy for everybody's home. Mm-hmm. Wind and solar is four times the cost of any of the others. It's about three and a half-ish, but four times, roughly, mm-hmm. the cost of normal electricity being natural gas, coal, or even nuclear, okay? So not only are you going to be paying four times more, or you're going to be using four times more energy because everything's going to be electric, but you're also throwing in an electric car or two electric cars, depending on the family, that's going to increase your drain by 100%. So in essence, you're going to be paying like seven or eight times what your uh, you know, usage that you already have on top of the four times extra cost.
1: This is exactly what I've been saying. It's not meant to work. None of this is meant to work. It doesn't work. It's not. That is why I raised it. it. It just mirrors what was happening a while ago.
3: But people can't afford to live like that. They're just no, gonna what's lose the cost everything they
1: have. The cost, what's is the them, cost?
3: their livelihood the Well, yeah, there's
1: that. But then, even if you're even if you're to to buy into this th- this nonsense, what's the cost in comparison from an electric car? And believe me, I, I got one. What's the cost in comparison to a regular car? As in like a petrol powered car or a diesel powered car that you can get in Europe now. What what is the cost? You're looking at a petrol powered car around 30 35,000 something like that. What's wrong with depending, diesel? Depending depending on what you get or not nothing. Nothing. I I think diesel cars are, are great. You can get almost 70 miles of the gallon out of them. But it's not that. What, it's not It's 30,000 if it's it's 30, you, you it, 30 35,000 compared to 55,000. Quarter of a million
3: miles is nothing for a good diesel car. No, go. that's just
1: a break-in. No, that's just, that's a break-in. Uh,
3: so you got a quarter of a million miles here, which is quite so basically you get it serviced or you look after it and that car you're going to get years out of this you're going to get a serious amount of years so a diesel car if it's looked after even if you're doing say 25,000 miles a year you're going to get 10 years out of this and it's still going to be doable how long are you going to get out of an electric car before you need to replace it and what fallout have you got from an electric car
2: that is not really usable again the well look, there's a lot of uh, junk coming out there's a lot yeah, of junk can... coming out of that You can uh, point people to their smartphone. Uh, Look at your smartphone. It uses a lithium-ion battery, which is the same type of battery that these electric cars use. Within two years, your battery is about 80% of its capacity within two years. If you're using a Samsung phone, they they are kind of like the industry standard for uh, batteries. Other companies have a much lower percentage rate than that, but people typically replace their phones every two years or so. What do you think your car is going to do? It's a lithium-ion battery. It's the same thing. It, it, it's going, if you think you're, about, about everybody's capacity.
3: Just, you've just said something quite simple. A simple thing is a phone, right? Everybody has, replaces it every two years. Some people have to have the latest one or whatever. How much junk is there floating around just with phones, batteries, in people's houses and ditch somewhere itself? And that is on a minuscule scale compared to a car. I mean, that in itself, the magnitude within a decade of electric cars is scary. I mean, climate change...
1: Yeah, California they're already saying like there was a piece out of the uh, the LA Times a couple of days ago saying, "You know what? All of these uh, solar panels, they're causing runoff problems in the local water supply. We're finding increased levels of selenium and cadmium and we don't know oh, what to do you. about it." So. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. That, well, that's, that's what the goal is here, isn't it? Um this is just a just a short clip here. This is you guys are misunderstanding about what all this is about. You see, you need to feel the pain. Bruce, you've always brought that up is you need to feel the pain in order for there to be change. You got to feel the that pain. This is this is this is this pothole is, Pete. But this, but this is all to keep us safe. Exactly. Exactly. See, now you're starting to understand the ways of the cult. I mean, uh, the climate change mantra. This is Mayor Pothole Pete again. Of course, the more pain we are all experiencing from the high price, price of gas, the more benefit there is for those who can access electric vehicles. You see, so the more pain you're experiencing, yeah, the more pain you're experiencing, he's doing this with a smile on his face. The more pain yeah. you're experiencing, the yeah. more you're going to need well, access to an electric vehicle. Is he actually
3: flicking through a, 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 pack, a stack of
2: greenbacks, right? filling himself with it at the same well, time? <laughs> it. You, you heard what he said. Uh, the, the, the last line, he, he puts a quantifier on those that can that have access to them, those that can afford, those... Yeah. So in other words, you, the average person, you're screwed. You're going to feel the pain. You're going to continue feeling the pain because who has, uh, of all the families, like an average household, do you have $50,000 just sitting on your couch somewhere that you can just pull out and go oh, and buy, that's a, just buy one a brand new car? Well, in the other I, arm, I was I've s- got s- another 50000
1: Yeah, I've, <laughs> I've, I've got that extra couch down there in the basement. You know, it's, I, I keep an extra hundred in that one.
3: I, I wondered why I kept that old couch. Yeah. Because you're going to need to lay on it and tell me your problems, mate. Soon. Yeah.
1: They're, they're literally like they don't have any way to replace any of this stuff at all. As in, like they're, they're talking about shutting everything, literally just shutting everything off and there's nothing to replace it with. The infrastructure is not there. And that that's not doing the whole. Well, that's no reason to stop trying. Shut up. Just shut the hell up. No reason to stop yeah. trying. You're literally talking about turning everything off. You're talking about turning civilization off. That's literally what they're going to do. Out of curiosity, how long does it take
2: to get a nuclear reactor built and up and running? I don't well, have Bill know, Gates France, on speed dial. You know, I can uh, ask that too. France, so I...
3: France, France is going to have their Tokamak up by 2025.
2: Is that their new so, one? So, you're, so what you're saying is is it takes a few years to get them running, right? To get a decent one up and running. And then you have yeah. to
1: figure out how to store it. I mean, you're gonna to have to have mass energy storage. If you're if you're gonna go down this this green uh, economy that they're talking about, you're gonna to have to have mass energy storage and they don't have it. Mm-hmm. Well this
2: is this is my point is the, the most um well logical option would be going nuclear because Actually, you can continue using the waste, but
3: yeah, you have to have both types. You have to have fission and fusion going alongside each other because fusion the clean energy Mm -hmm. yeah fission now we know you've got a a waste byproduct is the way to nuclear diamond batteries because that's where they actually get that's where they actually get it from is the graphite rods so really you have to have both and you will get your nuclear diamond batteries but they are low power i don't know how how quick or how fast that is one technical thing that has to go forward because it has an extremely long life
2: yeah but you're you're looking at this from like an engineering from a logical perspective um those that are in power right now they don't want us to have these new innovations and whatnot they want us to have the innovations that are wind and solar the things that are designed to break within two years so that you have yeah, to go and want, buy a yeah new yeah replacement. it's the
3: same it's the same uh, business science of we'll use this up and break this we'll get some we'll screw and squeeze as much out of this out-of-date product but you get wastage of components you get wastage of the planet you get a total breakdown of you, you, you get, it's, it's mental cruelty on the people. It is, it is a total negative. That business science is negative all the way down the line. They have the ability to do stuff. And funny enough, when it comes down to the buck, do you know how much money block power reckons it'd take to actually convert just about all the major cities, buildings, city buildings that needed doing across your country? Mm-hmm. All oh, they're so, talking about
1: demo and everything. Um, well, they, they, uh, they
3: actually came up with a number which actually was quite funny. Actually, four trillion. Isn't that about what Biden threw around?
1: His well, you no. Know? Mm, if you go the back, the Green New
2: Deal was costing a hundred trillion, 100 and that trillion, was including
1: yeah. those kind of. Innovations and, right. and everything. So you literally yeah. have to tear that, down that every is, structure is, in the United States and rebuild it to new climate green standards or net zero so that, whatever no, standards.
3: That, that, that's that's their plan. And they're doing stuff and they've got eight year plans and things like that. But you, it's not going to work because it's all based on the wrong monetary system. There's right. nothing in there except
1: pain. If you look at the or, the organization I was mentioning the other day, um, and now that I've said this, you're probably going to go hog wild with it. There's an organization that they have already formed up that is to take over after 2030. It's called the WBCSD, the World Business Council for Sustainable uh, Development is what it, is what it stands <laughs> for. And it's literally everything that will take place between 2030 and 2050. It's 800 corporations or whatever, and this is supposed to replace the World Economic Forum. This group, and by the way, they've already got an office that's set up right across the road from the World Economic Forum down in Davos. But this organization is going to come in and rebuild everything. So they're going to collapse everything in civilization between now and the end of the decade, and then they're going to rebuild everything according to those standards... This is what Schwab is is put in there for. They're going to come in.
3: Industrial revolution. Yes.
1: Yes. They're going to come in with the corporations after everything has been wrecked and burned down, and they're going to set everything in motion on their terms. (laughs) But before we get too far, yeah, before we get too far, because, I mean, we're actually at time, but we're going to run over a little bit uh, because we got some more to get to. This is Gina McCarthy, who is the White House National Climate Advisor, uh, to, to give you an idea of how serious uh, they're going to move ahead on this.
4: He's going to make it clear that just because Congress couldn't get
2: it done, he is going to move forward with every power available
1: to him to make the change and the shift to clean energy. Because Congress won't do anything, he's going to use his executive action and he's going to ram through all this stuff.
3: So he's going to ram it down the people's throat, basically. Yes. that is it's not democracy, I'm afraid. No, it's just like Obamacare. <laughs> this is Care. Yeah. I'll tell you what, that name makes me want to throw. Obama is under a lot of this darkness. A lot happened in his, and everybody thinks he's a, he's a nice, well-groomed and with a good ideals and attitudes. A lot happened in his office, a shitload started in his office, and the fallout is happening now because Biden is just a puppet of Mr. Obama and always has been. The Democrat Party is rotten. Yeah. Well, I would argue both parties are rotten,
1: but the Democrat Party actually is is
3: most Yeah. Well, it's done more damage
1: openly than anything I've ever seen. Yeah, that's that's true. That's uh, without a doubt. It's, it's just horrible. That that party, quite frankly, that party should have been outlawed after the Civil War. But we had to go another way. Uh, but anyway, that's another argument for another day. Ned, since we're talking about climate change, this will be our last topic. We used to talk about space a lot on our on our morning show, and I, I know yep. that you like doing this the space talk thing. So let's talk about it. The World Economic Forum has a new plan. Uh, they've put out a new video. They're talking about putting up space bubbles. To block the sun's rays. Yes, they'll be built, uh, they'll be manufactured in space by robots, uh, and they will be put up over certain continents at certain times to block out the sun. Is there a reason for this? Uh, Well, our friend Mr. Gates seems to be a a part in this because he's been promoting blocking out of the sun for quite some time. He's promoted plans with the um, spraying of chalk in the atmosphere and things like that. Do you know
3: what dark idea I just had of uh, that? Well, let's hear it. What's the opposite of blocking out
1: the sun? Letting it in. <laughs> Magnifying. Foc-
3: Focusing the sun. So hang on. The United States of Gates at the moment, yeah, and his land that's owned by him. I like that, yeah? United
1: States of Gates. Yeah, it's funny.
3: Right? He he owns quite a bit, doesn't he? So what happens if he yeah. had these bubbles up there that actually covered over like clouds his agricultural area and he wanted his neighbor's land at a cheap rate or somewhere else in the world. And then they just used it in 180, whatever, and it got hot and
1: nasty in those areas, and it dried out and made it all horrible doesn't this sound like like all this stuff blocking out the sun's rays using like these these space bubble thing i mean these people are full-blown insane and then you're talking about possible like magnification just for purposes like that of you know nefarious purposes does this or does this not sound like an actual bond movie it does doesn't it
2: no Uh, No, i would i would Take a step. Uh, I would say this is uh, more Austin
1: Powers, Doctor Evil kind of stuff. It's yeah, not
2: yeah, okay. Austin Powers. Pa- but it, I mean, that, no, that one. You got the it, villains. It's more of a comedy. You,
1: <laughs> <know>. <laughs> you got the villains. Well, Klaus Schwab. I guess that's kind of a comedy show, isn't it? You know, like I said, I'm I'm waiting one day for the gong to sound, the hook to come out, and pull this guy off stage because it's just that ridiculous at this point.
3: What 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 is that? Now think about it. Think about the. I'm um, I'm um, this. If something in the world weather pattern changes over one part of the world. You take your niños and stuff like this or whatever, or if a um a natural occurrence like a, a volcano goes up, it affects the whole weather pattern in the world. Putting these bubbles up there and changing the input that comes into these weather patterns, what's it going to do? Cause a whole lot, totally... lot of problems. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right. Problems. Okay. So I'm sorry, this is this is this is a no-no. It doesn't even kick off. It is Anybody that's into climate change or whatever, that will definitely change your climate as and when and just might. (laughs) uh, The actual pitfalls of that are ridiculous. Even from somebody that can think about it, well, I've thought about it for two minutes and I can see too many pitfalls in it. Too much misuse, too much possible things go wrong. This is a biosphere. It is a living organism. This is a planet. Things on one side affect the other. You put something up there to form your own cloud patterns to block things out and whatever, you will be manipulating what you think you can cope with and change and control. And I'm very funny enough,
2: he won't. He's just going to cause mayhem. They start shooting those bubbles up into space. I'm uh, signing up for Elon Musk's Mars space program, and
1: I'll be one of oh. the first pioneers yeah yeah frontier man do it uh, bruce bruce they don't have wi-fi i had to i'm sorry <laughs> <They> <laughs> Yeah, not only no, well but it, that it, they've
3: used that they've used that i'll tell you what the young younger generation i ain't going there why they ain't got proper wi-fi what about me gaming platform whatever and that's a frontier you'll be establishing a new civilization
2: the the first one uh, like the first pioneers you you um one-way ticket yeah and you're probably not going to survive long if we're you don't being know. no, 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 you don't know. That's the nice
3: thing of it, the possibilities are endless. There, I'm, yeah, I'm it's only be hard giving track. you the
2: predictions. They're saying they're, that's oh, what they're saying. Let's just go there and find out, hey, yeah. And it's not It's not that you're not going to survive long because of the um exposure to something, or like, well, yeah, I mean, it, it is an exposure to something, it's exposure to the Martian atmosphere without a proper protection, but. Uh, yeah, but you think uh, that, of the Martian the atmosphere.
3: The the I mean, you take that um, film, The Martian, brilliant film. The one thing they got wrong was literally the storms. The storms, although they're big, don't have that much strength and effect on you not, because it, of the way Mars the whole, whole thing is. Much- Mars do. doesn't have
2: a much atmosphere. It's like it's, one one hundredth of what we have or something like that. So it's really thin.
3: That that destructive side of that, you will get you you can get those dust storms, but they're not as forceful as what you think. That was the only thing that was a bit out of balance. Kilter. Brilliant film though. I
1: mean, yeah. Those potatoes sound really nice. I'm sure Bill Gates will have some <laughs> potatoes for you uh, here shortly. He just bought a potato farm in, uh, what was it? Uh, was it South Dakota? He just bought one? Or was it North Dakota? Uh, no, it was South Dakota. He tried to buy a farm down the road and it didn't well, go through. He's that horrible.
3: He'd never be able to grow anything out of each, Sorry. Potatoes and Mars. No, he wouldn't. He's horrible. He, he's is horrible guy, yeah. he is the bogeyman. He is the bogeyman. He is the nasty thing that hides in corners.
1: Yeah. Pops out. can you imagine was it you that said it or was it was it marty that said it that if you were ever to sit down at a table with him you know shake hands with him at an event or something like that it would just be like that that weak cold clammy cold hand that you that you cold
3: shake. wet clammy cabbage type yeah. lettuce feel. yeah that's him that's him i mean it's, oh, it's 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 he sidestepped nature that is an anomaly Every time nature throws something out, that should have been sort of stamped on. It was him. If he actually was a natural product from a womb, his mother should have strangled him. Seriously, saying that—that's not fair. in Some respects, it's, it could have gone totally different. He could have been a wonderful person, but no, I do, I do not like. He has nothing. He has. He does not care for anything, or he doesn't. He's. He stands there, quotes what's going to happen. Because he knows he's got his fingers in there. He's actually buying. Why is he buying all the agricultural land up? Because nobody else have can else have it.
1: He doesn't have anything else to do. He's, I don't know he's if the guy's just bored or, or what.
3: No, he wants to tear the whole structure down. He has not been the same since the actual companies and everybody cried out about his monopoly with Microsoft. Ever since that little gem of his was had to be restructured, he has been... Going from one broken thing to another and he is horrible he yeah. has yeah. the ability to stand up there and smile and suck people in and underneath it all there is not one ounce i'll tell you what darth vader has got
1: more light than him he's he's just horrible yeah yeah he's, he's, horrible. he's just so, not he's nice a horrible human being all right um we're gonna go ahead and call this one done I so uh but uh, i tell you I what know. i will i will give you I will give you five minutes because you asked for it.
2: No, no,
3: the subject I really want to go into will not take five minutes, and I'm going to have to come back onto it because, as much okay. as it's the horrible ghost in the cupboard, it's all about COVID, vaccines, and all the information that's coming out about the um, testing and not testing and how it can affect your children. And I would like to have a talk on air about it. Try and get some common sense out there
1: that so people can actually think about what's heading towards their children okay
3: and if that means me coming in before
1: next week i will you just tell me the day that you want to come on we'll talk about that privately and you let me know and we'll make sure that it's uh that it's arranged because that would be a great conversation because because there's some i know i know it's the old nasty thing out
3: but it's got children i can't i've got i've got to try and get it out there because it's the kids
1: okay i'm all for it we will uh, we'll discuss it maybe sometime later this week. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. For those of you who would like to send us some feedback, please do so anytime by sending us an email at dynamicpodcast.protonmail.com. At I'm sure that Ned would love to get some feedback from listeners, wouldn't you, Ned? Always. Good or bad. I mean, as long as you've got a sense of humor, I
3: don't mind which way the
1: knife goes in. It's all good. Make sure you put attention Ned on it. We'll make sure that he gets it. Also, do you like the podcast you're listening to? We do love having you as a listener and we would ask you to pass this along to five friends. That's all, just five friends. You know, someone you're trying to wake up and get to think on their own. We would appreciate it very much if you would send them our direction. Bruce and Ned, I want to thank you both for being here this evening. Thank you to all of the listeners. Everyone have a great evening. Pleasure.